I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to live Mike final segment. Before I sprint towards the weekend to enjoy a relaxing couple of days, uh, free from the rigors of live talk radio, to enjoy uh, a weekend with my beautiful wife and brand new baby daughter, Piper. I could use your help, though. I don't yet have a plan for the weekend in place. Uh, Not to bore you with my own personal details, but the past two weekends have been pretty jam-packed, scheduled with a lot of what-to-dos, a little bit of traveling, saw some new things, and this coming, tomorrow? I don't know. I wake up tomorrow, I'm not sure what I'm doing. No idea. I want to maximize my time, though, uh, with the family, so I could use some help. If you've got any suggestions on uh, on what uh, I ought to be doing this coming weekend to to spend some time with my family, to uh, have a little distraction from all the news of the week, and, of course, to beat the heat, uh, I am all ears. Or better said, all texts. Why don't you send me a text message? 57500. Seven, that, that was a weak segue, right? <laughs> I'm all texts. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Send me a note there. Give me a suggestion uh, for the weekend. Or tell me what you're doing. Uh, maybe we can trade notes there, and I can uh, come up with a good plan for this little family of mine uh, to get away and relax this weekend. All right. On to the topic at hand. Have you, since the dawn of this little coronavirus deal, have you found yourself at, at, at any point ever feeling uh, like you just can't possibly do enough to protect yourself? Do you get so paranoid that maybe you haven't hand sanitized enough or you don't have the mask on quite correctly? Or did I just touch my face and was my hand infected? I have at, at times. I've gotten a lot better at it. I've, got, I've cooled down. I've mellowed out. Uh, I've done a little bit of yoga. That's not true. I'm not weird. Uh, and I <laughs> have calmed down a little bit. But, but, there have been two little additions to this all, uh, this conversation regarding how to best protect ourselves that have me wondering, am I doing enough? Yeah, and uh, the culprits, uh, of course, the usual suspects, the doctors, Yeah, and you know this one, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci has suggested now that we uh, might be better served if we were wearing goggles or face shields as an added measure of protection against contracting the coronavirus. In fact, I've got uh, him in his own words talking about goggles. Here, the nation's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci. He spoke earlier this week with ABC News' Dr. Jen Ashton, uh, and they talked about whether or not it's recommended to wear goggles or a face shield to protect from COVID-19. I think we're going to get to a point where eye protection is recommended. You know, it might. I mean, if you really want perfect protection of your mucosal surfaces, just for your your, your audience, Jen, as you very well know, you have mucosa in the nose, mucosa in the mouth, but you also have mucosa in the eye. And that's one of the things that, you know, theoretically you should protect all the mucosal surfaces. So if you have goggles or an eye face or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it 
if you can. It's just that it's so easy for people to just make a cloth mask. Why? Why do we? Why do we have to wear goggles now? I don't want to wear goggles. Oh my goodness! But it makes sense, right? It does make sense. And I, you know, I'm not too terribly familiar with that phrase uh, that he used, or uh, mucosal whatevers. Uh, but I understand. It's where you're wet on your face, in your nose, in your mouth, and in your eyes. Yeah, those membranes there. Yeah, they can all transfer this, or they can all uh, be receptors of this virus, of little molecules of uh, coronavirus. And is it likely we're going to see a rush to goggles? Are we going to have uh, governors around the state uh, enforcing goggle mandates? No, I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. And if I'm honest, I have shared this with you uh, in a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek fashion because there's an element of this conversation uh, between Dr. Fauci and Dr. Ashton of ABC News that I've left out. And it is the fundamental difference, or the fundamental reason, rather, as to why we wear masks. We wear the masks to protect others. We wear the masks because there's a chance, you know, we've, I know we've all been really safe, and so not us, of course, but there's a chance <laughs> that we are asymptomatic carriers and our little globules of moisture. Pop quiz, do you remember when that phrase first made it onto this show? Globules of moisture? It was in 1918... Uh, Salt Lake uh, newspaper article I found during the Spanish flu where they were debating <laughs> they were debating mask wearing and they said that to wear a mask during the Spanish flu would protect from the transfer of globules of moisture and that's what we're trying to mitigate today now over a hundred years later and the masks protect others from us and the goggles would protect us from others, and so hopefully uh, the masks worn by others are going to safeguard our own eyes. All right, so you heard too Dr. Fauci there mention face shields. That was a, a topic which came up just yesterday uh, during a uh, it was a Zoom meeting, a press conference of sorts, hosted by Intermountain Healthcare, specifically Dr. Eddie Stenium, who uh, has been very vocal on this front, both in terms of how to protect ourselves, uh, what schools should be considering as they walk towards reopening, and also how all of this impacts hospital capacity. So, he spoke yesterday uh, at length about uh, both hospital, hospital capacity, and he also took some time to share his thoughts on face shields. So I think the vast majority of our data is clearly with the face mask. Face shields, on the other hand, without a face mask is a completely different story. And we definitely don't have the data that we do have with the face mask. It's something to really consider. There's benefits to the shield, right? You can see facial expressions, which is incredibly important in children. And you can be expressive and people can get those you know, nonverbal cues. That said, you don't, you don't have a barrier in terms of airflow. If that person wearing is infected and coughs, yeah, it's probably going to stop some of that viral transmission. But at the same time, you've got a lot of empty space below it. And so I'd say, you know, based on the science, the face masks are definitely decreased viral transmission and probably improve the safety of the wearer. We just don't have that data with face shields. Which is too bad. And it is a heartbreaking thing because this think about what it means, especially in terms of the context of this conversation and the conversation that you and I have been having throughout the week as educators return to the classroom in some areas and students return to the classroom. So much of what is transmitted uh, from teacher to student is in the nonverbal, 
So much of it uh, is communicated with facial expression. I mean, teachers, they're performers. And it is through their performance that they transmit uh, the knowledge and information uh, which leads to uh, a, a proper and rounded education for students. And part of that performance is the theatrical elements to it. And it is too bad that this coronavirus has taken yet uh, another victim with it, and it is the, the theatrical presentation of educational content in the classroom. If, you know, teachers... Uh, understand face masks the way Dr. Ed, uh, Dr. Stenium describes them, all that space underneath, you know, our globules of moisture <laughs> can surely escape out the bottom. So that's too bad. Uh, and I bring this up just because uh, I want to point out some of the, the added elements of protection which are being discussed. Face masks, according to Dr. Stenium, uh, not so effective. Goggles, while very effective, as described by Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, are to protect you from others, and our, uh, our protective wear these days is really to protect others from ourselves. So that's it. Uh, take that for what it's worth, and you and I will get back together on Monday, trade some notes, see how we endured the weekend. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Thanks uh, again so much for hanging out with me this week on this little program. We'll start over uh, next week. Do me this favor. Why don't you invite your friends to listen? Invite your kids to listen. They're around for another few days until school kicks up again. Yeah, and we'll join together here again next week from 1230 to 3 on KSL News Radio. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Next up is Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News.